Welcome to Data Beats. If you haven't already, do subscribe. Today, Nick Bonfilio, the CEO of Syncury, is here to answer some questions about data automation. So here we go. Hey, Nick, thanks for joining. Hey, thank you for having me, Arpit. This is awesome. Thank you. Let's jump right in, Nick. Uh, first question for you. Um, can you please tell us what exactly is data automation? Yeah, um, that's a great question because uh, we, we sometimes get that asked that question. But when we started the company, we we're trying to get a category going. Data automation is essentially what we're doing. But originally, data automation was a, a data science concept to describe processing, normalizing, handling of data with automated techniques. So until Syncery, multi-directional data automation has was only available to, well, first of all, it's available to anyone. But uh, if you were trying to do it, it would be a lot of coders and data science that were trying to do that. So Syncery is actually bringing these capabilities plus some MDM and CDP concepts that we capabilities that we borrowed um, to essentially business users with a no-code platform. In our case, it's targeted uh, at go-to-market engines that go all the way from leads to billings inside of your go-to-market engine. Cool. Yeah, that's interesting. So is data automation the future of IPaaS? Uh, so the way I would answer that is point blank, data automation is not integration. And rather, it's, it's a way to generate a 360-degree unified view from all your systems and then orchestrate the go-to-market processes across your business, again, from leads to billings. The difference with Syncery is this distributed 360 view of your data is not centralized and it's, it allows you to curate and share that with all your teams. And, you know, and that's a very unique position versus just simple point-to-point -point integrations that are moving data back and forth, whether they happen to be ETL point-to-points or um, automation point-to-points or whatever they happen to be data point-to-points. Uh, it's very different. The other big difference that uh, Syncery has over iPaaS is these are stateful, multi-directional synchronizations. Now, everybody uses the word sync these days, but truly sync is to have data be identical in more than one place at exactly the same time. And so, you know, point-to-point uh, -point connectivity solutions like iPaaS just can't touch the data at the level that we do. Okay, so, so then how, how is data automation different from workflow automation? You might have answered out of this uh, already, but yeah. can you just you know, explain that further? If you think about how workflow automations today work in most systems, they are triggered and have access to transitory data across two endpoints. And that truly minimizes your flexibility, whether it's an ETL, whether it's a integration or whatever it happens to be, it's transitory data and it minimizes your flexibility in being able to create automations. And so what data automation and especially Syncery does is we take this data model view, a unified data model view of all the connected systems, and you can use all of your data to orchestrate cross-system and cross-object automations. The best way to think of it is if I want to look up what's going on with an account based on a contact or lead that just came in, it's in incredibly difficult or impossible to do with today's you know, workflow automation platforms. So the largest difference is it can also uh, transform data, normalize it, enrich it, calculate it, dedupe it, all centrally, and then distribute that end result to all the connected systems at the same time. And so this, this ability to, to keep all your systems in sync and near real time, you know, across all touch points is really what Syncery does. Cool, that makes sense. So is, would you say data automation is a team sport um, since it involves so many different teams? <laughs> 
That's a great question. We, we run into this all the time. The, the reality is, is you can think of it as either a team sport when you're using it for a few systems. The example here would be like, let's say I'm a sales ops person. I'm just trying to get my sales systems uh, to work more cohesively and be unified and have the proper, you know, um, merge, dedupe, enrichment and automations across those. But however, to truly align your entire business and, um, and to get business alignment across all your go-to-market teams, you have to eventually see this as a team sport. And if you think about this even further, the RevOps organizations in businesses today have really emerged from the fact that they're trying to get alignment of their businesses from leads all the way through billings as a cohesive thing. So in that case, it becomes a team sport over time, but it certainly in many cases starts out as an individual sport, if that makes sense. So, so which teams benefit the most from well-executed data automation workflows? In our particular case, it's anyone that touches go-to-market. So whether it's product data activation from, from your product, if you're selling SaaS or, you, or whether you're trying to automate a fully congruent PLG motion journey from beginning to end, whether you're trying to get, you know, leads, uh, contacts, accounts, uh, you know, all, all of that out to, you know, billings and, and, um, and accounting systems congruent, you know, it requires essentially everyone to help out there. Right. Nice. Uh, cool. That makes sense. So where does, where does data modeling take place uh, when building these data automation workflows? Yeah, so we try to take the pain out of data modeling out completely from the end user. If you look at Syncery, it's not about connecting two endpoints. It's about what does my data model look like as a result of running this stack that I'm using? And so we present the user with a unified data model of those systems. You know, there's a lot of moves in the marketplace right now to, to try and define a, a data model that's standard. That's never going to happen. Every SaaS company that is you know, believes to be the, the, the source of truth for the business logic that they support is going to always have their data model. So we took the approach. It's like, we help you stitch together the data model that you want to see based on the systems that you decided to use. And for many of these systems, our connectors are super smart. They go all the way down to the schema level and they not only sync data, but they sync schema from all of these systems. And we know how to map that schema across all these different systems. So if it's customer over here, account over there, um, you know, whatever, person, lead, contact, all of that is pulled together into one common view for the customer. And then they operate on top of that data model uh, to perform the operations and automations that they want to do. Okay. So uh, if you talk about data unification, right, like what exactly is data unification and is it is it the same as uh, identity resolution? No, no, it's, it's very different. So... Uh, the best way to think about this is in that data model that we just talked about, many systems can sync into the account object, let's say. So how to, or they, let's take the contact object for at the moment. And so I could have Salesforce, Marketo, Zendesk, NetSuite, et cetera, all feeding into my contact object, right? And I can normalize all of those into one canonical place. The ability to stitch that data together from all those systems and to say that, hey, this is our pit. When I say RPIT and I change RPIT in one system, I know exactly the same record that I'm touching in all of the other systems. Where in today's iPaaS technologies, let's say I said, oh, well, I'm just going to send over this email address as the thing, the key to sort of the ID to send over to this other system. Well, guess what? If there's duplicates and let's say I did I did a 
find by email ID, I get one, which one do I update? And that, this is why you see a lot of discrepancies in data across companies, because as their databases grow, more duplicates come into the picture. These iPass systems end up clobbering data all over the place. And so what we've done is said, hey, as part of syncing, you have to make sure you're touching the right records for every object in, in your data model across all the connected systems. So we have uh, borrowed some learnings from prior MDM stuff. So we have a Syncry ID, and then we map every record from every system. We attach it to that Syncry ID across all the systems that we connect to so that we know empirically which record to touch in each one of these systems based on the, the record that got touched uh, in any particular system, if that makes sense. And, and that allows you to maintain congruency. So if you think about it, if I don't have unified records across all these systems and I wanted to do global merge and dedupe, how do I know which merge and dedupe operations are running those systems if I didn't have unification of that data across those systems? It's very important to do that all in one place. And what we see happening all the time in a lot of our customers is Salesforce is running their own merge and dedupe. Marketo's running their own merge and dedupe. Two different tools clobbering their data, then trying to synchronize this, it just becomes this huge mess. And and it get, and then that also gets um, made worse by the fact that people want to enrich the data through data providers. Um, and where do I enrich the data? And when do I enrich the data? And then these things start ping-ponging back and forth on updates. And so what we said is like, look, we have a canonical view of the data model, a canonical data set. You're going to operate on top of that data set. And any operations that you do on that data set is going to end up at the end systems in exactly the right way that you wanted it to be there. Okay. Uh, another quick question: Since you earlier mentioned CDP, how would you define CDP? And you know, like, does Syncry in some ways replace a CDP? You know, I guess I would answer that by saying that CDP was a, um, a another attempt to centralize source of truth, right, from different endpoints, and try to get the data of your CDP back into the connected systems. Not so trivial, right? So the best way to think of it is we employ some CDP techniques as far as how we uh, persist data and move data around, but our linkage back to the end systems is a thing that most of these CDPs can't do very well. Even the ones that have added like a persistency layer to their back end, they still can't get the unification done across all the connected systems to know that they're touching the right data. So this is the thing we wanted to fix. Um, from traditional CDPs and traditional iPasses that are in the market today. But in many cases, you should think of us as being able to also write alongside CDP because they've got telemetry into systems that do a lot of different things. And we can actually read from a CDP and make that part of the overall unified data, right? Thank you, Nick. Last question for you. Uh, I heard that you have a slightly different opinion about data warehouses being the central source of truth for data. Can you please uh, walk me through it? The, the reality is it's pretty straightforward um, and every go-to-market system is really the source of truth, again, for the business logic that it provides. Think CRM, market automation, accounting, uh, whatever it may be, that system has business logic and creates the source of truth. So just moving all that data without consideration to how it needs to get across other systems into a data warehouse doesn't solve the problem of how do I get congruency across the connected systems. So, and if you can't get data distributed to the right truth distributed to the right systems at the right time to take action with the business logic in each one of those systems, then you really defeated the purpose of why the heck you were trying to organize that data centrally to begin with. And so what it turned out to be for many companies 
is a glorified reporting system off to the side. And it's like, okay, so I've got a reporting system off to the side, but I need to take action on some of the data that I've got in the data warehouse. What do I do? So of course, you know, we've created uh, reverse ELTs, but those don't solve the problem because you haven't gotten uh, unification across all the different systems. And so you can't get the right truth to the right place at the right time. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that's very different between centralized sources of truth and Syncri's view of distributed source of truth across the, the connected systems. Well, thank you, Nick. Uh, thanks for answering my question and sharing your insights. This has been great. Uh, you have a great day. Yes, sir. Thank you so much for having me, Arpit. I appreciate it. Have data questions? Get expert answers from practitioners on ask.astric.com. <laughs> thank you, Nick.